say that before, but you know what it is. It's your boy Uncle Q. This is crazy talk, but I got a question for you, bro. Well, I seen Kendrick Perkins' uh, top five, bro. His top five slick, disrespectful to the person that hit top of his list. Who was who was top five? This I, didn't, man, I didn't see it. This man said, well, he said LeBron number one. Okay. Which is, you know, it's cool. It's a cool number one. Yeah. And he said, I forgot the order, but I think he said Scottie Pippen was number two. Okay, I see your eyebrows. Okay, that was number two. Yeah. And he said Larry Bird. Number three, I think. Russell Westbrook was number four. This is all time? All time, Leah. Wow. Westbrook number four. Did, he, I, did he have his uncle number five? I think he's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my goodness. He said, I think he had a Kim Elijah one or something like that. My goodness. I, mean, <laughs> I, said, what I, mean, I never root for anybody uh, to be fired. But if there's anybody that might need to lose their job as an NBA analyst, Perk might need to go. <laughs> Perk might need to go. Bro, I couldn't believe he said that, bro. Right. I was like, that's slick disrespect LeBron because now like, like your list is like thrown out. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, I'm going to throw that out. Any list that doesn't have Michael Jordan in the top five is just invalid. Invalid as hell. I mean, it doesn't even matter. And then the fact that he had Russell Westbrook on there, bro. Come on, bro. I, mean, that, <laughs> I like Russ. I mean. Not that damn much. Right. I might as well put Big Creed in the top five. <laughs> Come on. He don't even play basketball, bro. I to put Big Crit in top 10. Big hey, Big Crit, top 10 players all the time. I mean, come on, bro. You might as well just, you just saying anything, oh, bro. At this, at, at this point, hey, you know, is Perk trolling us? I mean, at this point, bro, I got to consider is he trolling us for shock value. I just got to. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. Come on, bro. You know, and Kendrick Lamar, number nine. I mean, you just oh, saying anything at this weak, point, bro. That boy said Big Crit. Boy, I don't want him weak. So I'm just saying, bro, God. like, you know, Perk, you know what I'm saying? They might have to drug test Perk after this. Perk might be on some of that ganja. Perk might be on them perks. Yeah, for real, bro. Because I'm just saying, I'm pretty sure Rachel co-hosted his show when she saw this list. She probably wouldn't go to a TV commercial. She definitely texted him. Perk. Yeah, I'm just, I mean, like, Perk, you know, I mean, are you, are you I, trying to lose your I job, mean, Perk? I understand the, 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 what yeah. he was doing. You know, he, know. Was trying to, he was trying Please to shake something up. Yeah, I mean, but I don't like people that's doing things for shock value. To me... That's why I didn't watch, you know, after I watched it the first time, that's why I never regularly tuned in to Howard Stern. Because I thought Howard Stern was just doing things for shock value. Me and you had a discussion about this a while ago on, uh, on Eminem. Yeah. I, I wasn't never a fan of Eminem. I recognized his lyrical ability, but even he admitted that his music was part shock rap. I never listened to him because I don't like people that do things for shock value just to, just to get... Clickbait is what we call it now. Yeah. Clickbait. I don't like people to do things like that just so I can be like, hey y'all, you know, you know, you know what you come across to me when I see you do like that? What? You like those niggas that be on those cats that be on MTV that be like hitting themselves in the nuts with cantaloupe. Tomorrow, jackass. Jackass. You like a jackass to me. You just running around here doing dumb stuff just so you look at me, guys. I'm about to jump off Mount Everest and I ain't got no draws on. Well, nigga, why are you doing that, bro? Like you know what I'm saying? Now you're a jackass to me. So people that do stuff like that for clickbait, shot value, just to get viewership up, you like a jackass to me. You like the dude yeah. Johnny Knoxville or jackass running around. Man, them, boys slick, them boys slick uh started, they basically uh pioneered that they whole pioneered, lane. They pioneered that whole lane, you know what I'm saying? But but Howard Stern was doing it verbally. When, for years, when he yeah. dominated uh, uh, satellite radio, he was some, he was saying crazy stuff. Have girls come on there showing their titties and all this old crazy stuff. I'm like, bro, you know this is not proved by FCC Airways, but your whole niche is to fight the FCC and push the boundaries as far as possible. 
So that's to me when somebody does stuff like that and they say something that's so out the mainstream. Yeah. You basically Johnny Knoxville in the games, bro. Nah, now, now I don't want to watch it now, bro, because it's not legitimate. So now you're saying Kendrick Perkins is Johnny Knoxville. He's a Johnny Knoxville NBA. He yeah. just made his less Johnny. Well, Knoxville. since his top five is so crazy, it says his top five all time is so crazy. What's your who your top six? My top six. Yeah. I got I got two lists you got to make. I mean, you know, see, the thing about it is, bro, it's, it's hard with these top I ain't five. I for no excuses. Well, I'm just saying, bro, it's kind of hard with these lists, top bro, Top six, I said. Top six. I gave you one more now. For mine, I'm going to put Kareem in there. Well, let me go ahead and put a disclaimer right there. I don't carry anything that happened before the league really got integrated. So that by me saying that, I automatically discounted Bill Russell. I understand Bill Russell got 11 rings, but before the league really got integrated, when the league was mostly white or majority white, anything that happened back in the, when the Celtics were winning in the 50s and 60s, I automatically discounted. So I'm just I'm putting that as a disclaimer. So uh-huh. I that discount Russell most of his championships. So anything pre-19, post-1970 and after, I count. So Kareem, Jordan, uh, there's no particular order. Uh, LeBron, uh, Magic, Bird, uh, and I'm probably going to go with Shaq. Wow. Yeah, I'm probably going with Shaq, bro. And I'm naming that for all specific reasons. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Some of these, some of the guys that I probably would put in my tip 10, like Curry and stuff like that, or how they transform the game. When I put this list together, I'm saying for all, sometimes it's not all basketball-related reasons. Is because of how they impact the game. They literally had to change the strength of the rim because of Shaquille O'Neal. Right. Shaq, first year in the rookie year, he brought two damn rims down, bro. Yeah. They delayed the game for three hours. The strength, the weight of the rim couldn't deal with Shaq's power. Right. When a nigga can change the the rim and change the rules, I got to put him in my most dominant players ever played the game. Oh, he definitely most dominant. He's the most dominant. Right. So I got to put Shaq in there. I got to put Jordan in there just because of his you know perseverance and his his tenacity and will to win. And he's able to just keep so many Hall of Famers from being successful. You know, I, I didn't put Kobe in there because Kobe is just Diet Coke. Kobe is just Jordan, just a less efficient version of, of Jordan. So, you know, rest, rest in peace to the GOAT. But he would probably be in my top ten, but I can't put Kobe in there because Kobe is just a less productive version of Jordan. No disrespect to Kobe. LeBron's going to get on there of longevity because of his individual greatness. But to me, LeBron has left too many championships on the table. Nope. Steven Jackson said this already. We already knew LeBron was going to get all the stats when he came in the league. He, he came in his first year, was averaging 20 points, five rebounds, five assists. We knew he was going to accumulate all the awards if he just didn't get hurt. But I didn't think after 17 years in, he would only have three championships. I'm sorry. We didn't, I, I got I to discount you for losing so much, bro. We mm. can make the excuses about it how we want to. But the fact is, the matter is you three six in the, in the finals, bro. I expect you to, to win more. Now, if he wins two more championships on top of his uh, uh, individual accomplishments, maybe we can have that conversation. Well, I'm gonna disagree with you right there. I know, but just, just, just let me finish out. But I'm just saying uh, to me, if he wins one more championship, he makes it more compelling. But if he wins two more championships, I think he has a real a legitimate comp- uh, uh, chance at people saying, "All right, two more titles with his individual stats, maybe he is the goat." But one more title to me is not enough. Even if even if he could claim, "Well, I'm the first person to win." A championship with three different franchises. To me, that won't be enough to offset the losses that he's done in, his, in the finals. Well, you ain't taking into consideration. All right, I'm, I'm gonna just, let, I'm gonna just yeah. let you finish. Okay, so then who else I said? I said Magic. I gotta put Magic in. You know, what I'm saying, bro, for the same reason people want to give props to LeBron, I can say the exact same thing for Magic. Magic went to the finals eight 
out of nine years or nine to ten years, but Magic's five and two. Or Magic's five and three. So I, I can't celebrate LeBron. That's different though. I know I'm just saying, but I'm just saying, when we talk about somebody that was consistently a winner, somebody that changed the direction of a franchise, people want to say, well, Magic did this, bro. Before Magic came to the Lakers, the Lakers was just a good playoff team. Because it was a it was a ten year gap between when when Wilt was playing and when Magic came. Yeah. So when the, when Wilt and uh, Jerry West was on the downslide, the Lakers yeah. weren't winning championships no more, bro. Yeah. That had stopped. Magic came and resurrected the franchise again. He brought the Showtime Lakers. Yeah. So that if you outside of those years that Bird won and Isaiah won at the tail end, Magic them really owned the 80s. Magic and Bird saved the NBA. They was doing tape delay on NBA games. They yeah. brought ABC yeah, and other programs. So that's I got to put Magic and Bird in there because they saved the league as we know it today. So, so you base, your list basically off of just impact. It's skill combination with impact. So okay. to me, LeBron's LeBron. I'm putting LeBron on there also for impact because it's not all about talent to me. LeBron has also on an earlier podcast I mentioned that he was the Kurt Flood of the current NBA. On why he's giving these players flexibility to put their careers in their own hand in terms of free agency, for and sure. teaming up, mobility. So all LeBron's reasons to me are not all basketball related. Um, but I, I got to you know I got to factor in individual achievement, team achievement. Impact and did you dominate your era? That's yeah. where Jordan to me, and then I'm putting Kareem on there also for individual accomplishment and just longevity. I mean, when somebody almost scored, oh, 40, no, hold on, Brian, cut y'all. I just don't think um, the domination of your era always translates in rings now, right. So I feel like well, if it doesn't, then, well, we're, well, then we're changing well, the rules for no, 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 no. I know, I'm saying because the way that the player is liberated now makes it to where things like the Chicago Bulls wouldn't happen now. Because think about what we learned about Scottie Pippen and his contracts. Yeah. Now in the NBA, Scottie Pippen wouldn't have even played for the Bulls for six years, seven years, because he wouldn't have. Had a fucking seven year contract, you know what I'm saying? He had a two year yeah. player option, so then he probably, if he's not paid, which what they didn't pay him, he would have went to Portland like he did when he he left. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he wanted to leave early in that. So I'm saying a lot of times these dynasties that was back in the day, like Magic with the Lakers and them, they had a lot of good talent on that team. If if Magic played with people that he didn't play with that were not the Lakers, which were to me. I look at them Celtics rosters and them Lakers rosters, and I'm thinking to myself, damn. You know what I'm saying? People say, oh, Super Team came with KG and Paul Pierce and Rondo and LeBron. And, and no, nah, <laughs> Super Team is the difference between your team being drafted that way and people coming up in free agency. Well, I'm saying it's different because the contracts were different. Like a team, that, like, okay, a team would get rewarded at the time for losing, right? They, they 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 changed that rule recently, so a lot of teams would they had good GMs. They would just draft well for like five straight years. You know what I'm saying? And then they would have a, that's basically what the Bulls did. You know what I'm saying? They got some pieces and they got a, and then they got they got Mike. They were still losing. You know what I'm saying? And they got Pippen. They had a first round pick again. And then that third then that third year they got a uh, the little foreign dude. Cool coach. Got him. Then that next year they got Dennis. 
It was like, damn. Okay. Well, Dennis came over in free agency. I know from Detroit, but I'm talking about like, but they got. I'm saying they, that was like they won pickup from another team. Yeah. You they know got, what I'm saying? They got Ron Harper in free agency too. But I'm just saying like them like. Yeah, Ron Harper, I know Hall of Fame. I'm saying. I'm just saying the way I'm saying the way the Bulls were constructed. They were constructed in a way where it was like the Bulls, the Lakers, yeah. the the Celtics back then, all them teams that won a whole lot of championships. They were. It wasn't just. It's it because they had the best player on the best team. Right, um, but I'm saying like with the fact of like with KD, you saying play mobility wouldn't allow Dynasty to survive, right? So no, no, no. I'm saying that, but I'm also saying like okay, like play like KD, right? I think KD's the best score I've ever seen in basketball. I think KD dominates any era. Seven foot can dribble, can shoot that three ball, can't stop it. He can shoot that mid range, take you on a dribble, can't stop that. You know what I'm saying? We've seen that. You know he get 45 and when he get ready. But I'm saying a play I, like I, I would, a play I, would like, I would go with you on that one if I didn't see him be stopped when they played against Memphis in the playoffs when Russell Westbrook was hurt, and I didn't see him dominate that series. He was not stopped. Look at um, his numbers on the, in that series. I, I remember his numbers in the series. No, they have he, no he, help. He scored. He scored his points. But I remember in that Memphis series they would push him off his spot because he wasn't as strong. And as that he was the then. best. That was the best defensive team in the NBA at the time by far. I'm just saying, bro. I remember his failures in the playoffs. They had four when he had. All, when they he had, had four, nobody pass ball to. They had four players that was uh, on the all defense team, yeah. and Tony Allen was on was on him first team all t- all defense. Yeah. So you look at a guy that's six inches shorter than him. But I'm saying that was the he was young then and he was thin. Ever since he gained that weight, you not you can't do KD like it. Ever since after that year, I think like one more year after that, he gained that weight. Ain't nobody done that to him since. Think about when that was. That was like two thousand and. That was like two thousand and ten. You know what I'm saying? Two thousand eleven, something like that. That's a long time ago, bro. What I'm saying is, players like KD, um, and LeBron, and even Kawhi Leonard. You know what I'm saying? Kawhi Leonard has been fortunate in his endeavors, but I'm saying they have not been on the best team. They look at like a Stephen Curry, right? The Draymond Green and the Clay Thompson, right? They get those guys, and they were losing. You know what I mean? And then they got together where that team was just better. Like, damn, this team team is ran. Yeah, that team developed. They didn't come out the gate, right? Back. They developed. But I'm saying, and and they won, right? They won the year. LeBron won against them the first year. Kyrie and Kevin Love got hurt, right? Okay. They lost to the Warriors. Come back that next year, they beat the Warriors. Then the Warriors get KD. You know what I'm saying? So I'm saying in the Bulls era, that little flip of power like that within a year doesn't happen in those eras, 90s, 80s, Magic, all those guys. So I feel like their ring amounts is should be is way different. Even like with Kobe, he won three, but dude, they had the best team in the NBA, bro. It wasn't even close. Let me let me let me push It wasn't back even that. close I, with I, them. I, that I first three. And then he won two after that. I give him that. Yeah, but with, the, with okay teams. But LeBron they won three with, with, with those me, kind of teams. I'm, I'm finna I'm finna negate that. Okay. So the free agency point is a valid point. However, Michael Jordan in that era can say also their era was stronger because of one major consistent point that is not brought up all the times in modern day area, modern day era as opposed to back then. In nineteen eighty nine, I believe. The NBA expanded. They added additional six teams to the league. So that means, again, you take right now, if every team has 15 players on it, 12 on the roster and three reserve, that's 80 players. 
If you took away six teams right now for the NBA and then divided those 80 players around the remaining 24, you would see a lot more competitive basketball because now you're taking the best players off other different rosters and now putting them on a team and they have stacked teams. That's what Magic Nail were beating in their time. They no, were playing that's different because, no, because you said they had more and then made it less, but they already had less. So the talent pool was still even and it was uneven at those two teams because they had great players at that time. I'm saying, but the league got watered down more later on because they spread. Shaq had, had, if they didn't have Orlando and the Charlotte Hornets and all these Miami Heat franchises that came later on, Shaq probably would have went to Boston. He would have went to L.A. or Detroit or Utah for the team. So that means you, you would have had, instead of a team having two or three superstars, you would have had a team having four or five teams. They would have been stacked with Hall of Famers instead of them being watered Everybody down. Everybody in the NBA want no Hall of Famers, no, bro. No, no, no. I'm just talking about The percentages of, are the I'm, same. No, I'm talking about the people that play basketball in late, late college basketball in the late 80s and the early 90s. Those players that went to those franchise expansion teams, the Larry Johnsons of college basketball, the Grant Hills and all that, the, uh, the, the Shanks. Yeah, they would have went to teams that was already either a prominent winning team or possibly a team that was already okay. a title contender. I'm saying, but what's your point with that? The point of that is your path to the title was more difficult because you faced the team that legitimately went 10 deep. But I'm As saying, opposed to all these players no, what I'm saying back is, and I'm not saying that. I'm saying the talent level was still even. I mean, I get what you're saying about less. It was less, less teams, so more players on more teams. That, that's okay. I understand that. Right. But I'm not, what, what, I, what I'm saying is – even with that being true. So the, LeBron, what I'm saying is LeBron, being true, you would have never had one team or one player make it to eight straight but, finals but, like LeBron but, did. But, 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 but he would have had too hard of a path to get the right, East. But, but I'm saying is what, what made the teams that won, it wasn't just one player. It was always the team was better than everybody else. Scott Peebles, so, was, Scott Peebles was damn near non-existent in the 1998 okay, finals. Okay, okay, okay. Right. LeBron James was damn near invisible um, against Dallas. He's still, he's still in your top five. Okay, so one time he did bad. Think about all the good Scotty did. Think about all the seasons that Scotty was literally the second best player in the NBA. Well, I, first of all, I, mean, I, I, I never it, put Scotty people right. So, so what I'm saying is, the um, I'm not like I said when I, when I say this, I'm not taking away from the greatness of any of these players. I'm just stating facts. Like these teams was good, bro, and they had great coaching. Great, you know, it was all the way down from top to bottom. It wasn't never just one player because you can look at one player that be highly talented, but career just did, didn't go to the right team. Woot the woot, woot the woot, and their career ends up going down the hill. Look, think if think if Shaq stays in Orlando, and him and Penny were good, but they never really win. They never win a championship because they got to go through, you know, what I'm saying somebody else. They got more, you know, what I'm saying. And they lose, but Shaq still be dominating. But let's say Shaq don't get them rings with Kobe because he don't go to L.A. with Phil Jackson and Kobe and Robert Ory and Derek Fisher. Like, that was a really well-constructed team, team to win. And then he don't get no rings. Is Shaq still the dominant person? We don't know. Do we call him that? Do we call him great? We can't just say because he won the rings because the rings is a team. I, I didn't say the rings. But I'm saying I'm the saying rings is a team. With, with but if you're going to give an individual award, you got to look at individual stats. Oh. 
Well, don't no. Because you can't you look play, at you because you, you can't look at championship. You, you play the game to win. But you can't look you, at championships though, because championship I'm, is a team I'm thing. I'm factoring championships there because no, you can't. on the NBA and on NBA, a basketball player has more impact on the game than say a quarterback that plays in the NFL. Because the quarterback is not playing defense; he's only playing his own limited downs. A basketball player is playing both sides of the basketball. It's only five players on the court. A, yeah. a one dominant player can literally change the trend, the uh, the uh, the transcendent era of a franchise. But you. you won't win a championship without a good team. I don't care what transcendent play. Think about KD. Look what KD had to do to get a ring. Everybody downed him for it, but he knew I cannot be guarded in the NBA. I think KD would eventually win the championship. I'm just saying, maybe. But sometimes if you're not in the right organization, you don't win. Some organizations are just – they just don't win, bro. I cannot discount no. the winning factor. No, you're I'm talking about – but, but I'm saying that, you can look at – like, winning and not KD, KD saved himself – because he lives in a, he plays in a time where a player has that much freedom to be able to move like that. Okay, you know what I'm saying. But if KD played back in the day, he could have been just like that. Great. It was people that was great on other teams. They just their team was not better than the other team. You know what I'm saying? Like even Carl Malone said it. He said, "Man, we had a we had a good team." He said, "But that Bulls team was really good, bro." He was like. I didn't just when, – when we played the Bulls, I, didn't, I wasn't like, oh, we got to play Mike. He was like, no, bro, we got to play the Bulls. Like, these niggas, it's ready. Everybody. You know what I'm saying? Mike is – yes, Mike is Mike. We, we ain't going to say act like Mike's not great. Yeah. But somebody can be great, but it, that team is what makes you have the rings. When Mike first came in the league, he was great. Niggas was like, damn. Niggas was feeling out Chicago. For, but I, believe like you know Carl Malone, I believe when Carl Malone was saying that he was being disingenuous because the, what the guy was asking him was about – who was the most important factor? We know that the that Bulls. That ain't are, what he asked the most no, important I'm saying, factor. No, when, when they when they posed that when they posed that question to Carl Malone, Carl Malone has taken a little slight, slick shots at Michael before. Yeah. He's never given Michael his quiet due. Maybe it's bitterness because he never won the title, whatever the situation is. But I'm saying we know who was the main factor, the main driver. Yeah, of course we know the best player on the right. best. That's what I'm saying. He's the saying, best but player. Carl Malone has he tried to say he's tried to imply that Scottie Pippen was a better. No, player. No, he's not. That's not I've what he said. Before. I told that interview. No, I'm no, no, no. In no. Well, before. you can't say that then. Yeah, I'm saying I've heard Carl Malone in other interviews. Say Scott Pippen was better than uh, Michael Jordan. Yeah, he tried to say he was a better overall player than Michael Jordan, and that is baloney. So, but I'm saying that's not the argument I'm trying to have. I was just saying that people know Mike is great. Yeah, just like people know LeBron is great, Kobe is great, everybody on that list is great. But I'm saying those people don't win without a good team. And what I'm saying is you cannot fault a great player losing to a better team. If his team, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like I said, with, with KD, I think KD's in my top five. You know what I'm saying? As far as players. So you just gonna name all in, only current NBA players? No, no, I'm not. I'm just saying KD's in my top five, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, because he's just come on, bro. Let's be real, bro. You know what I'm saying? You can't nobody can guard him. He's, he's not in my top five. Nobody he can guard is. him. He don't have to be. But I'm saying nobody can guard him. He's unguardable. Nobody can guard him in the Except world. The Memphis Grizzlies. Well, that was one playoff series. Yeah. Everybody has a bad play. Jordan uh, got stopped by the by the Pistons one time. Had a bad, a terrible oh, series. They were playing football when they were giving concussions. It doesn't matter why. I'm oh, talking about the whole league was physical, bro. So we ain't gonna act like the Bulls weren't bumping and buying. They changed the basketball because of the Pistons. They, so, they were so bad for TV. The rules. Oh, so Jordan gets an excuse. Okay, but that, that, well, that's not what I was trying to do. I'm just talking about winning and losing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they tried to do the same thing the next year, but what happened? He got bigger and stronger, and they couldn't do it. They couldn't. They couldn't bully him and no they were more. Throwing niggas out the game for doing it. He said it himself. He said it himself. I had to get bigger so I can do, 
uh, give out punishment instead of taking. Right. So he had to get better and get stronger. Same thing KD did after that series. It's the same thing Jordan did. So if you're going to take away from KD from that one series, you got to take away from Jordan from that series from Detroit. But it just when he got put out, when he got put out, didn't he make it to the finals? Yeah, but I, now but, what if he'd have made? He, why he couldn't beat the Detroit team? Oh, because because he was too weak. He had to work out. No, 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 no. no, no, no. So you give him an excuse? No, I'm not giving excuse. I'm saying everybody had the same. It's not an excuse when everybody has the same complaint about you. It's not Jordan was saying it. The entire league was saying, "Hey, man, what they doing? What Chuck Daly them doing in, 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 in Detroit? That's not basketball. The whole, all the owners, commissioners." Petition David Stern, you got to change the rules. These guys over there injuring players, bro. What Dennis Rodman and Rick Mahorn they were doing and John Sally, especially dirty-ass Bill Lane Beer, that's not basketball. If I'm up in the air and you take me out the air to the point where I go down and tear my knee at ACL, that's not in, in the healthy heart of competition now. You are trying that. to injure me, bro. You are derailing careers now because you are doing low-down stuff because you want to live up to this monster, this uh, bad boy piss and stuff. That ain't basketball. If yeah. you clothesline me or hit me with your elbow or my I, well, I got to get stitches and leave the game. That ain't in the. the so you're saying the Detroit Pistons was the only team in the NBA that was doing that? I'm saying that. they they did it on such an extreme level that the league had to say, "Hey, man, what are they doing over there? What man, is James Harden doing?" Man, people said doing? John Stockton was the dirtiest player in the NBA at the Who? time. John Stockton. They said he used to hit him up, hit him in the knee when they were coming okay, off of so screens, let's say, let's just, trying let's to hurt people. So, so let's say the Utah Jazz were pretty dirty oh, too. Yeah. Then well, Carl Malone used to bowl more. I'm saying so. Let's just say John Stockton was dirtiest player pound for pound, right? But imagine 10 other guys on the team doing the same thing. Okay, so let's so, say, well, John Stockton so, might have been like that, but Jeff Hornacek wasn't like that. But imagine if Isaiah Thomas is dirty, Vinny Microwave Johnson is, Rick Mahorn is, Bill Lane Beer is, John Sally is. I mean, it is what it is then. Everybody had to deal with it. Yeah. So I'm saying, even Burnham talking about, man, what are these guys out here doing? And Burnham was a physical team. Kevin McHale talked about, man, the whole roster was dirty, bro. That's not basketball. If LeBron James come to the limb and you jump on my back, that ain't, that ain't just a, a healthy foul to stop you from getting laid. That's why they got flagrant fouls, bro. That's right. well out of the bounds. You're right, of competition. You're right about that, but I'm saying he still lost. So what, what, what I'm saying is it's a team thing. So yeah. what I'm saying is if we're going to give an award, I'm just saying we need to clarify the award because if we're giving an individual award, yeah. right, you can't give, you can't put team stuff in an individual award because it's like, okay, yes, you got to be, you got to play on the team. Basketball is a team sport. But we got to look at the Chicago Bulls was one of the best teams, and Michael Jordan was the best player on one of the best teams ever. You know what I'm saying? So, Michael Jordan's the best basketball player in the league. Right. In the league. That's why I say he's the best team, best player in the league on the best team. You feel me? That's how the best player goes. The best player on the best team is normally no, crowned. Man. It don't matter, dude. If you win a championship and you're the best player on championship winning team oh, no, during no, that no, year, no. you are about Dirk the best Nowinski, player in the league, bro. Nowinski was the best player on Dallas, but he wasn't the best player in basketball. That year, he was. There's no year Dirk Nowinski has been the best player in basketball. He was MVP conversation. He was never the best player in basketball. He was the best player on Dallas. He's won had years where he won regular season MVP, and, and they only the won MVP. one. They won no, one championship. That's just like days. no. That's just like listen. Season. That's just like Detroit when they won that championship. Right. That was a that was a quick run because they had a good team. That was like how what Dallas was. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about teams that are good for they won 50 long games periods for of time. 10, 15 years. But I'm saying, but they didn't win that many rings. I'm talking about players that won, I'm talking about. We talking about champ. We talking about championship rings, bro. We're not talking about players that go. If that's the case, the Phoenix Suns, they they, they, was, they was winning 50, 30, 50 games every year. I'm talking about championship. The Phoenix Suns won 50 games. I'm talking about, we talking about Jordan and Magic and Bird. Final, we were talking about two. 
Exactly, and one one. Right. So that nobody. So 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 nobody in the hunt. That's the right word. One winning, no, because you can win. Nobody's gonna win every year. Jordan played uh, fifteen years, but he didn't win a title. What I'm talking about, the team we're talking about, is not the Dallas Mavericks or the or the Detroit Pistons when they went on when they went on the two year run or the Sixers when they went to the uh, Sixers went to the championship one year. They didn't win, but they went. It was in the hunt, you know what I'm saying, every year. But we're not gonna put those kind of teams in the um, greatest all times teams. Because those aren't great of all time teams. They were good enough to make a little run, be in the hunt. Probably got a little lucky on the way to the play a little injury or something. Made made it in there. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like uh, that Toronto team. You I know what I'm saying? Tim Duncan was the best player in basketball. Even though Tim Duncan but, but, won but, regular season repeats and he was the best player on San Antonio. But I've never thought Tim Duncan was the best player but, in basketball. But and he's exactly that guy you're talking but, about. The that's the that's the one uh, organization. That yes, nobody on that team is ever going to be the best player in basketball because that organization is strictly about having the best system in basketball. So if you're going to name the Spurs, let's be honest, that's the only team you can't name in this situation. But I'm saying, well, I'm just saying we can't name the Spurs because we know what the spread. You know what I'm saying? We know what the Spurs is, bro. And Tim Duncan did win MVP one year, I think, didn't he? He won two MVPs. Yeah, so so at one point in time when they were winning championships, he was considered the most valuable player in the NBA. So even even he got the award, even though he was, and that's because they were winning so much. They was like, damn, that nigga must be the best player. But we're talking about in the top five list. The LeBrons, the, all them, all them guys. But I'm saying those guys are great players. The greatest players in the game. But, but the ones that got the most rings are the ones that were on the best team for the longest amount of time. It's simple as that. It's really simple but as it's that. Not, but it's not simple as that. It's simple I, as that. I'm saying Jordan is individual accomplishments, team achievement, and how you dominated your era. People knew Jordan was the best player in the league his second, third year in basketball. Like Larry Bird was saying he was God in tennis shoes. Even though Bird was knocking him out the first round and they had superior They team, already knew. They recognized across the court, that dude is better at basketball than I am. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Michael Jordan was the best player, had a reign of terror. Yes, all the greats. Magic was like it when he came in the league. I don't know what I'm saying, but I I like Scottie Pippen, bro. Scottie Pippen was one of my favorite players going, but I just think the Scottie Pippen hype hysteria has went too far. Yeah, I ain't ain't trying to go all in all that. Okay, this is the thing I'm going to say about Scottie Pippen. Scottie Pippen did the best job possible that you can do to be a Robin in the league. But I, I promise you, this this is I'm saying this as a Scottie Pippen fan. He was actually my favorite player on the Bulls during that time frame. If you swapped out Scottie Pippen for Grant Hill during that time frame, prior to Grant Hill having injuries, the Bulls wouldn't have missed the beat. The you Bulls wouldn't have missed the you beat. You can't say prior because he ended up getting hurt. So if he'd have played for the Bulls, he probably still got hurt. No, I'm just saying. Th- th- I'm saying that last three that last three people run. You know that's what the whole documentary is about. The last dance. You know the that you know 1997, 98 run, whatever. Grant Hill during that time frame was Scottie Pippen in Detroit. Right, but was Grant Hill drafted? But that's he was better than Scottie Pippen in Detroit. Was 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 Grant Hill drafted to the Bulls though when Scottie was? No. no. Did but Grant he was obviously younger. He came to the league after. Exactly. So I'm saying if they get Grant Hill and say they say they trade away Scottie Pippen and they get Grant Hill, they probably don't win. Cause that chemistry is not there. The Scottie Pippen probably was a better defender than Grant Hill. Grant Hill was a better scorer. Well, Scottie Pippen, they had a score. They had Michael Jordan. So, Michael Jordan and Grant Hill wouldn't mesh. See, that team folks around and loses. 
You know what I'm saying? Because now Grant Hill and Michael Jackson. You for the you stretching? I'm not stretching. I'm just saying. But little details like that matter, bro. And it, and if you understand, you understand basketball, bro. bro you know what I'm saying? And I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. But all around game, Grant he was better. He had a better mid range game. The passing and being right, but forward, sometimes that don't work. Grant Hill was an unselfish player. He was a guy that could play in any system. He played in the Duke system. So whatever they would have lost on defensive prowess could have been made up by Ron Harper and Robin, but they would have gained an offense prowess because Grant Hill was a more explosive player than Scottie Pippen. But he wasn't. De- but he wasn't explosive defensively. He was, but he was a very good defender. He no, was, he was he not. Was, he, he was a very good defender. Bro. No, he was not. Yes, he was. Did he he wasn't locking up. He was locking up in, 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 in he NBA. Was locking niggas in college and everything. I he said was, NBA. Yeah, I'm saying he NBA. was an offensive specialist. No, he was an offensive bucket. No, he, no, he was not. He, he was, was a bucket. A, he was a well-rounded guy. Dennis Rodman had to guard the best player on the other opposing team Grant, every night. Every night. Scotty Pippen averaged double digits. Rebounds a lot. He never had, he never had close nine eight he same thing. Doing, Grant Hill was like a twenty. But Grant, but, but, but Grant Hill he wasn't was Grant, Grant Hill wasn't no physical player like Pippen, bro. Yeah, they was the same body type. Pippen was six. That don't mean they both physical. A lot of them niggas got the same body type. That don't mean they play the same. I'm saying Pippen might have been six seven two twenty. Grant Hill was six eight two fifteen. They was the same guy. That don't mean they both play the same though. Gary Payton was probably most physical. And Grant Hill ran the offense in Detroit. He was the point forward. During that time, Grant Hill was averaging like eight assists. So that's like saying if you uh replace. Kobe with Tracy McGrady and he got Tracy McGrady uh, and Shaq. McGrady, and uh, that was in Orlando, that was leading the league in school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so does that mean that Tracy McGrady then would be uh, the Kobe in your eyes as far as greatness on no, that I list? Still think, I still think Kobe. You think no? You think the same Kobe that got the same stats that you saw in LA, but except he played in Orlando. And didn't win no rings. Almost won a ring. Went to went to Houston. Played with y'all. I mean, that shit kind of worked. With y'all, I mean, you know what I'm saying. But it, that's what that's what I'm saying. But by player by player, some of the a lot of the but players are more Kobe, interchangeable than you think, though. Saying, is what I'm I saying. Also, think Kobe is better than McGrady because Kobe was a, a, a way superior defender than McGrady was. See, I don't think it's a huge gap in defense in Grant Hill like you think it is. I think Pippen was a better defender, but I think whatever he, uh, whatever Grant Hill gave up to Pippen in defensive style, he was so better uh, offensively. But they didn't need that style. though. Michael that, Jordan they, wasn't that having that, that, bro. Been extra six points, seven points a game. They would average. Michael Jordan didn't game. want that though. He didn't want nobody looking for their own shot. See, the reason why he liked Scotty because Scotty was a slasher. You feel That's me? All Grant Hill did. But no, Grant Hill was a ball. He handled that ball though. Yeah, he ran the offense. Ice. Jordan, Jordan, but Jordan, that, that ain't that ain't what Jordan wanted. Jordan wanted that last shot. If you got Grant Hill, now you got to make a decision who takes the last shot. Grant Hill might be. Take the shot. He was best player on the team. But Grant Hill might be hot that game. He's gonna pass ball to Jordan. He's gonna defer to the better player. You don't know that sometimes. It's a, it's a reason why Grant Hill was a rookie. Sometimes, like sometimes. Why do you some, think Grant Hill led the All Star uh, All Star game in votes as a rookie, bro? He was so popular as a player. People that weren't even Detroit Pistons fans. You know, you're proving my point right now. No, I'm just saying. He was because now you saying, because now you saying, basically, you got Scotty. You was like, you like Scotty. Scotty might be in your top ten. No, he's not even. He's nowhere. Nowhere close. Nowhere <laughs> close. Bro, I like Scottie, top twenty. But this Scotty stuff is went crazy. Top bro. twenty. Put it this way, I, don't, I would have to go through the players to bring it down. Okay. But when Scotty Pippen got named to the top fifty greatest players, that was the greatest example of a plus one in the history of basketball. Jordan is invited to the party and. 
Oh yeah, man, I got Scotty with me. He's my plus one. That's oh man, you missed over there. But 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 if they but, did that list again, Pippen would make top fifty to me. But it's it's, it's on the tail end, but, but I mean, but if you think about it though, you prove my point because it is. You saying Grant Hill could have plugged in for Scotty. You know what I'm saying? Healthy Grant Hill, yes. But hit the Grant Hill, boom, they would have won. They would have won. But but and then you also said T Mac would have went to uh LA and played with Shaq and all that whole team with Phil Jackson and everything. T Mac would have won a championship. I believe you feel so. what I'm saying? Yeah. So Cause I think he would. I think right, him right. and Shaq would have got him and Shaq would have got along. Right. More, so Shaq probably wouldn't have left for LA. Right. So I'm saying. So, two, but that single fact, dominance. that single fact, really shows you that it's about the team. Because if you switch the players, Kobe don't win no championship in Orlando. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a damn how much. Not, I don't give a fuck how many points he score. He can yeah. score 81. The other team got 103. They lost. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm saying, a lot of times we get caught up. A lot of it's the great players, all the great players don't get a chance to be on a great team. And I'm just saying, being somebody that love basketball, play basketball, watch basketball, study basketball, once you watch the game, and I think I've been watching the game a little more closely like the last 10, 15 years, then I, you know, because you're older than me, so you watch basketball longer than me. But it's a lot of great players. Like I said, I use KD for example just yeah. because we talked. I would have Jordan on my list if Jordan went championship. But, and like I said, and like I said, and I understand that because Jordan was great. I think Jordan, to me. That year, he Jordan averaged 34 Jordan, points a game in the season. He didn't win the title that year. If Jordan, the rest of his career would have been like that where he was averaging 34, 35 points and never won the title, he'd basically been James Harden. I'd have been yeah. one of the most prolific scorer we've ever seen and never won the title. Exactly. But the fact that he won championships, that elevates him, bro. Not only that, but Jordan was such a people want to talk about Pippen's defense. Jordan was a was a monster defense. for sure. He will lock you down for defense. sure. For Even sure. Doc Rivers and Byron Scott talked about Jordan would trash talk you, which is very rare on the defensive side of the ball. Jordan was six six and one time got timed in the forty. He ran a four three in the forty. Jordan was a beast out there. Yeah, it's it's a nonsense beast. that somehow Pippen was a better player than him. It's, it's hogwash. No, it Jordan is, it was is, the boo-boo. best player. On that team, for sure. In basketball. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, this was no doubt about this. So, it ain't just about, well, yeah, Jordan and one Bulls because they had Phil Jackson and a great system and all that. Jordan, when you saw him that on the court. That is why he won, though. I'm just saying, but when you saw Jordan on the court, you know what I'm saying? You was like, hey, man, that, he, he, he's something else. He's so yes, special. For sure. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he's something special. For sure. Him. That's what you said. Yeah, he ain't just, but, you know. Right. But you say that, you don't care if he won. No, no, he could be saying, playing at the Ruck and yeah, you'd be like, saying, that motherfucker. But good. I'm saying, but. It's but winning championships is about championships the team. That elevates him. Had he not done that, James Harden is special. But if James Harden win no title, it will be an asterisk. Uh, next winning championship is about a team. Building the and team. And you're the driving force of that team, bro. You're like, you're like in the stage coach. It's just like Golden and State. And, you, and you're dragging it's, the horses to where they got to go. Look, it's just like Golden State getting Klay Thompson, right? Nobody hurt. Come on, bro. Coming out of college. You watch college basketball. I watch college basketball. You ain't know about no Klay Thompson. I heard of him. Exactly. I knew who in, was in passing. You feel what I'm saying? Right. But you know, because I don't watch Pac-12 one no, basketball. One nobody does. No, you know, nobody was searching for him. Yeah. And they got him. He ended up being the best three ball shooter in the league. No. Breaking. I mean, NBA scouts were I mean, for him because they I mean, drafted I mean, him in the they, first round. But they, but they still. But Golden State got him. It's almost like how they how Bulls got Scottie Pippen. He got drafted in the first round because Golden State. Saw his potential. If Golden State didn't draft him, I bet you he probably just keeps going down the draft. You know what I'm saying? Because just like with Scottie Pippen, they was like, 
when the Bulls draft Scottie Pippen, everybody was like, "Fuck Scottie Pippen." Yeah, but I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? It, it, this, so this, it's one of them things. Like, like I said, organization sometimes it is organization got a lot to do with, with. But I'm, but I'm saying, due diligence. You know how life is. People can be be strategic, right? Somebody can be more strategic than you and win, right? That's what I'm saying. The the, the that's what it comes down to organization. So we, it's a lot of good players in the world. There's a lot of good players come out of college. But it's about which organization is going to be the most strategic on how they're going to get these players and build this team to win a championship. Not just be good because you can have good players like James Harden. Like, bro, let's be real, bro. James Harden been getting buckets for the last four years. I'm talking about averaging down near 40. Okay. Step back, then have trained. Look, I'm just saying have, have changed the game. You feel what I'm saying? Get to the playoffs, and people, everybody say he choke up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This nigga choke up. You know why? I don't, I don't go, I'm not going off strictly off stats because now the pace of play is different now. Guys get more shot attempts at the rim now. You know what I'm saying? Teams are averaging more points. They're shooting the three ball like never before. So now you got guys now that are simply averaging 15 points a game because they're jacking up eight threes a game now on top of their regular shot attempt. Back in the 80s and 90s, a guy would average two or three attempts a game for the whole season. Guys are jacking up two, three threes per quarter now. Yeah, that's so, true. So guys are now taking more attempts, pace of games, pace of plays faster. So these new guys now, they out there just letting it fly. Paul George, them going to the game. But you sound old as hell, bro. I'm just saying. These new guys are you coming You sound like in. an old-ass white no, dude. I'm, no, no. These new guys are coming into the game. <laughs> they letting it fly. <laughs> they letting it fly, bro. And the coach is saying, hey, man. That's the game now, I though. I don't care if you shoot 15 threes in the game. I remember Tracy McGrady and Paul Pierce was on the uh, NBA Jump Show. And they said, bro, can you imagine what you would have done with our skill set if, he said, they pulled up their stats. They said, bro, we didn't average about two threes uh, an attempted for our career, like two point something. If your coach would have told you, Paul Pierce, in your heyday, in your prime, or would have told me in my Orlando days when he was averaging 32 points a game for a season, if I could have jacked 10 threes a game on top of my athletic ability, how many points I would have averaged. I remember watching this show thinking, that's why I don't give no credit to these new guys out here or Harden because they're that's doing why? this. Yeah, because they're doing that and they got all free range. There's no restriction whatsoever playing on a restrictive system. McGrady them doing it in a much more physical league where their coach like Jeff Van Gundy is telling him, Grady, if you if you pull eight threes in the game and you ain't got it going when you hot, I will yank you out this game. Yeah. James Harden can go four for 19 and and he, and, and uh, Dan Tony going to leave him in the game. But I'm going to tell you something, though. You say that, bro, but at the same time, that's not how progression goes. So, yes, the league is faster. People are jacking up more threes. People are, people, are, people are jacking up more threes. But that takes – that's a skill, bro. That's, it takes stamina. Like, what you're saying, like with Paul Pierce and Tracy McGrady taking threes, them guys can shoot threes. But at the pace of the game, a lot of them guys that wasn't conditioned – to be like a Ray Allen. Because think about Ray Allen. During that same time, Ray Allen going to fuck around and shoot five or six threes in a game. But that's because coach know he going to knock them bitches down. He has matched that three-point shot. Reggie Miller shot threes. He came before them. Reggie Miller never had games where he shot 15 threes in a game. Not 15. I mean, it, they, bro, but that's rare, bro. Everybody not shooting 15, bro. bro I watch LeBron James averaged five attempts a game. Five ain't 15. But I'm saying he's not even a, snarp, a sharp shooter. 
Reggie Miller, right. over his whole career, probably never averaged five attempts a game, and he's a way better shooter. Bird, who won three-point contests, they pulled up Bird's stuff. Bird yeah. never had a season. He attempted five uh, threes in a right. game. Right, but I'm talking so about – imagine if Bird could have eight threes but, in a game. But what I'm saying what, is – What would he have done? What I'm saying is – But what I'm saying he's is, though – a far better shooter than LeBron is. Right, but I'm saying – But we don't know if – if that's the case, though, bro. We do know that's the case because his I mean, Larry Bird about, probably, his, his Larry Bird about, probably would. Guys are taking threes now, but if you look at statistically wise, they're not really shooting the ball three point shot outside of the greats like Curry. Them, the average guy that's in the league, their percentage of, of actually knocking down three point shot is really not that much better than the guys that were shooting back in two thousand five. Mm-hmm. So if you look at the average three point percentage league yeah, wise, they yeah. might be shooting thirty five percent from three point line. Well, the niggas back in 2006 might have been shooting 32%. So it's not a huge gap in three-point percentage where right, they actually right. being accurate. They're just taking so many attempts. Eventually, if you shoot 10 threes, you're going to hit three of them. You're going to get nine points of a, a attempting just shot attempts. So what McGrady is saying is, bro, at my averages, if I, my averages would have went up, that would have been another six, seven points a game on top of what I was giving niggas work off the mid-range. That's true. That's true. Them. That's true. So Bird, Bird giving a nigga 24, and he taking two threes a game. If he taking eight threes a game and I'm giving nigga 24 off the end of that game, I'm averaging 32. So I'm not impressed by hard. That's not necessarily game. true because the no, because, because he's a shooter, bro. but listen, but dude, dude average 24 in the paint. Now in the paint, your shot percentage go up. No, I'm saying listen, Bird, hold on. Bird Bird is a, he was, no, no, hold on. Mid range shooter. shooter. I'm saying yeah. that, feet, that was his sweet spot. Yeah. Bird might not a. He shot. He didn't shoot that many threes. He only shot threes when he was feeling. He was. Well, he was. Is a shooter, bro. But no I'm matter. talking about. He, he I understand. But but a three point games. shooting is a stamina thing. What I'm telling you, it's not about a form thing, bro. I'm talking about you looking at shooting like, oh, if I can shoot two and make them, then that means if I and shoot I twenty, no. But when your stamina's being tested by hoisting the shots up, and he won the contest in the damn uh in a, in a warm up suit, he didn't even take his warm up jacket off. I get what you're saying. Else, hey, man, that, y'all playing for second place. But yeah, that's LeBron jack up six threes but listen, shooting 34%. Who you talking about? LeBron. That's why Bird watching these guys is not good shooting. I hear what you're saying, but, but I'm Bird saying. Is, oh, this nigga getting six attempts a game? That's oh, standing still. That that, that's standing still, though. Who? That is standing still. When you get the little thing of the red. You're still moving around, bro. You're still right, but you're not playing a basketball game, though. There's nowhere that close to the same amount of energy I exerted. You, I promise you, anybody that follows Bird career will tell you. Ain't nothing these new niggas doing that Bird can do because he's such a dead eye shooter, bro. When you shoot don't get me wrong, he can when, shoot them up. Right. When you shoot the ball, bro, when you have but I'm saying, ball, but I'm saying, 50, 40, 90, I don't even know why I'm arguing this because right. I do believe if Bird played today and he shot threes, he would shoot more threes. But he wouldn't shoot. But he wouldn't shoot the same amount of tools though. Like when, like when you said, but, he's but I'm saying, out. but what I was, but what I was trying to say was when you was like. But when I average 24, if I can shoot eight threes a game and still give a nigga the 24 in the paint, yeah, you're not going to give them both because if you shoot eight threes, you're not going to shoot as many twos, bro. You feel me? You're not going to shoot eight threes on top of shooting 14 twos. Point. You're going to get the additional point. But you might miss it too, though, because like you said, the averages are the same. So if you shoot 30-something percent. League-wise, but I'm talking about the elite shooters, the guys like Bird and Reggie Miller and the Ray Allens, for them, they're getting a good look at They would have shot. what Harden has. They, they would have, they make the shot. They would so, have right. they would have what Harden has about forty something. If they they were averaging twenty four and they shot all threes, hopefully they would average about thirty five. Yeah, but I'm saying that's a 40. huge increase. Right. So that means Harden is still in that conversation. He just he just playing he just playing the game as yeah, it is now. He's not shooting as efficiently. 
So he's getting his points because he's a volume scorer. He's doing what AI did when AI was in Philly winning scoring titles. He's just jacking up so many shots, whether good or bad, and getting 10, 11 free throw attempts a game that at the end of the game, he's ending up with 29. Bird is saying, hey, man, I'm shooting 51% from the floor, being beat up, physical, no matter where on the floor, any day of the night, I'm shooting 50% or better. Half of my shots going in, no matter where they are on the floor. So if you give me an additional eight shots, my shots are going to be efficient. I'm not going to just be scoring because I'm a volume scorer. Harden is scoring because he's getting ticky-tack foul, shooting 11 free throws a game. He's jacking up so many threes that the law of probability says if he just go up and jack up 25 shots a game, he should average about 30 points a game with his free throw attempts. Yeah, he Bird is saying he's not being efficient. Bird is saying if, if me or Reggie Miller or Mark Price or any of these knockdown shooters that were playing back in the day or Dan, Dan Marley, Man, we wish we could have got that many shots, but the way for Steve Kerr, we shoot the ball, we're accurate. We're just not throwing up so many shots and just see what, what goes in. No, bro, we're knockdown shooters. When we go to three-point shootout, we hitting 27. They will be Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson, yeah. But they will be Clay Thompson as a second or third fiddle getting 18. They'd be Clay Thompson with 10, 12 more shots a game. See, if Clay Thompson was getting 10, 12 more shots a game with no restrictions on his ability to be a green light, you'd be looking at Clay Thompson in a whole different way. You'd be like, oh, he's not an 18-point-a-game player. He's a 31-point-a-game player at night. You know what I'm saying? With his ability to shoot the ball. Shit, we know that, though. Right. And then another thing is LeBron getting 20. Like, look, go back to LeBron. LeBron's doing all that, and LeBron's basically shooting about 70% of the free throw line, which is uh, horrific. For him yeah, you named Mark Price. Mark, Mark Price is not on that list. You just no, said that. I'm just saying guys that are knocked down shooters. But I'm saying... Bird them saying, bro, y'all doing that, and y'all getting uh, free throw attempts, and y'all not even efficient from the floor with it. You just being a value scorer like AI. Give me my eight to ten free throws a game with my ability to score. I'm not missing free throws like you're missing, so I'm shooting 90% from the line. So when I get my fouls, when I get a nigga over there with a pump fake or whatever hesitation, he fouled me, you can might as well go ahead and take it to the bank. That free throw going in. On top of my right, but ball. you can't play like that now. The game's changed. That's what I'm saying. You're right, but I'm saying you're wrong because James Harden has to. He's a scorer, but he has. You have to be a volume scorer if you're a scorer in the league now because the league, the, everybody's scoring so much. So you can't be like a, like you said efficient. I'm a, like Larry Bird can't was. A, I'm saying, but 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 he's unguardable. So all Bird his shots. But but I'm saying Bird wasn't as unguardable as KD though. Not even close, bro. We're not even going. We're not even going to act like that. No, but not. but I'm I'm just saying what I'm saying. Bird was a spot was a spot guy. Almost kind of how Kobe was. But Bird was a little more not as athletic. So his spots he had to be crafty. He was smart. But he shot from that side, in the elbow, and then in the paint. He knew how to finish with both hands. He didn't really shoot that bitch at a lot of different spots. He'd get to his spot, right? And lick, slick don't even got to look at the goal. Slick is he once he get right there, he just got to make sure you don't block it. He when, likes you can, it. when you can shoot the ball, it don't matter where you hit the floor. When, when, you know what I'm saying? When they showed that playoff game of when uh, when Bird then played the Hawks in the playoffs, East Conference Finals, I believe. Yeah, he gave buckets. Yeah, and Dominique was getting all them dunks and showing all his athleticism. Bird was catching the ball before he even get around the, the, the screen and curl too quick. He came. He he jumped back like, are you kidding me, bro? Bro, I, I'm deadly with this thing. I'm a yeah. sniper. One shot, one kill. Yeah. Other niggas are, y'all passing at the range because y'all shooting 100 shots at the range. I'm one shot, one kill. I see a target, bam, I hit it. You other niggas hit the target because y'all have shot so many bullets at the range, right. eventually it's going to hit. Right. Bird saying, no, they're not efficient. They're just going because they're getting, somebody say, hey, man, here's a 100-round clip. Fire at the damn range. 
One shot, bam, center man, kill. Bulls in yeah. shot. Yeah. So What's, you give me that, you give me that same leverage. Right. Yeah, look, I, my, but like Larry Bird's a great. Like Larry, Larry Bird's a great though. Yeah. It's not a lot of Larry Bird's. You know what I'm saying? So Larry Bird is definitely in the top. It's like KD. He ain't high as KD. KD's a better version of Larry Bird, the big black version, taller. He don't have the uh, he don't have the rebounding or passing that Bird has. I would say I would give you the scoring edge in KD because he's better athletically, but I'm not giving you the rebounding or passing. Bird Bird was the second passer in basketball behind Magic. You know, Stockton might have got the assist because they did the pick. And yeah, Bird's definitely better passer. Bird was a better passer but I'm saying, and better but, rebounder. But I, but I'm saying. I'm saying though, I don't know about better rebounder. Oh yeah, I'm gonna better rebounder. Bird had years. Why you say that though? Bird had years. He's having ten rebounds a game, bro. Bird is a. Bird, you look at Bird's career right now. You and them up. rebounds don't count. Oh, bro, come on, and now they don't count. But but you say LeBron Bird, it, count. Have you watched? No, honestly. Bird them, was them, 10, 7 to 10, bro. When he That's was playing bro. though, bro, them them wasn't like no just no physical rebounds, bro. He, he went was, down. He to, and he was, but but, but I'm saying though, bro, that t- bro, I watched them damn set the highlights, bro. Bird, hey, Bird's going coast coast that thing. He looking at the highlights. But them, every time I see them Bird rebounds, bro, they be like, he don't be the one boxing out. Mikael box out the beat the bees. So uh, guard bro, he get them guard because he would get they would box out and then he would get it and start the break, bro. Like literally, bro. If you watch them set this game, that's literally what was happening. Yeah, like a lot, like, they yeah. would pinch. They would like pinch rebound. So. His man, most time he like well, you know. Did that. LeBron get rebound like that. Exactly, but I'm talking about. But you, but you saying that Larry Bird's a better rebounder than KD? Yeah, I'm because saying. because he gets pinch down rebounds because he averaged ten. But they did that because that was the fastest way to start the break. They even talked about that. At, saying, that's true. But I'm saying, but sometimes Bird down there banging with Bill and Bird. Every now and again, yeah. just KD get down there now and then. Yeah, but I'm just saying. So KD, to me, KD's a better rebounder than Larry Bird. I, I say he's a better. I give him. I won't give him that far, but I say he's a better defender. I think uh, Katie's a better defender. Defender and rebounder. I, and scorer. I'm not giving a rebounder. <laughs> and scorer. Larry Bird ain't no rebounder, bro. Bro, he was a re- he averaged like eight, nine rebounds in his career. Bro. That don't mean you nothing, though. You can't do that for 14 years and just be a. a if that's rebounder. the system, oh, they, bo- they, block out, they block out, you chase the ball. Bro, you ain't gonna be that lucky for 14 years, bro. You ain't gonna be, you ain't gonna be considered to be that lucky for 14 years. It's you not that hard, bro. Paint. It's you not that hard. You down there banging with Moses Malone. You down in that paint. Patrick Ewing. Hey, welcome to the NBA. I'm Bird. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, man. It's not hard as you think. Bird, bro. You are really dis- you are really being disrespectful to Bird right now, bro. No, I'm not. You are really disrespecting no, you, Bird no, right now, you, bro. No, you disrespecting KD. No, I didn't. I said KD is a great player, but I'm saying Bird KD, is a- only thing Bird got on KD is passing. Uh, I would say Bird is uh, is probably a better shooter, too. If I, if I had to pick... Maybe don't get your ass out, Joe. Man, bro, get your ass I'm out. I'm saying Bird is a better shooter, bro. There's no... Other better shooter, shooter better than KD, I, bro. When I say Bird, bro, I don't think there's too many better shooters than Bird in the history of basketball. So it ain't a shot at. Bro, I don't even man. see KD miss, bro. For real, bro. He's not a better shooter. Than and he's bro. efficient as hell. He, bro. He's a he's a very good sh- shooter, bro. He is. He's probably the best ever, bro. No, no, no I'm not gonna go that. Oh my! He don't even he don't even miss mid range. He was getting close by Bill Lambier. Niggas were getting concussions. KD running through there ain't getting any hurt. Niggas just getting shooting the ball free as hell. Niggas getting hit by Rick Mahorn as they come out the paint. They don't play Detroit every night. Shut up. Bro, I'm saying hey. You keep on. You said it was, earlier, you said it was just one dirty team. team. but they played a lot. Okay. Okay. Well, four, time. four times a year. Okay. They so, play in the playoffs for seven uh, games. Okay. Right. That take a toll on you, bro. 
Okay, that, that's okay. Out of all the eighty-two games in the league, but uh, but they that's have, nine uh, games. Uh, blows below them. The boys would throw some blows on you. Both of them, they throw some blows on you. Oh, so now everybody about the blow. I'm saying, like I said, blows, like I said earlier, all them teams are physical. Just, so that means play. going back, you can't give Jordan that pass. Hold on, where did Rick Mahorn come from before he went to? Uh, I don't know, nigga. I ain't number twenty-eight. Rick Mahorn played in Philadelphia, bro. What they got doing anything? I'm saying, so Rick Mahorn was a dirty nigga, no matter where he went. Charles Oakley, all those guys. They were dirty physical players, bro. So it didn't matter where Oakley went to, Oakley was going to give a nigga a forearm. Rest in peace, Anthony Mason. So now you're making my point early. All them niggas, it was a lot of teams that had niggas in there. Yeah, a lot dirty. of teams had goons. All right, then. But so I'm just saying, Bird was facing goons every night, bro. He Jordan was, was too. Yeah, Jordan was too, but I'm just saying in the playoffs where it mattered in the playoff series, they had the Jordan rules. They didn't have the oh, man. Bird rules. They oh, had the Jordan rules. Man, look at here, man. Look, it's simple as this. Why would they call it the Jordan rules? It, huh? They were trying to take Jordan out. They the called it the Jordan rule. rule because the NBA wanted to protect Jordan because no, Jordan I'm was making them business. money. I'm Jordan was business. Jordan was packing out. They been no, whooping. No, no, Listen, I'm they been. It was Detroit rule. Okay, though. I'm finna break your heart. Why was the Jordan rule? I'm finna break your heart. I'm finna tell you why. Because okay. well, the reason I'm finna tell you gonna hurt you because right. you don't want to hear this. Well, Are you gonna listen? They called the Jordan rule because Jordan was making the NBA a lot of money. Hold up, I ain't through. Every stadium that man went to go play in, home or away. It was sold out. Every time he was basically the face of the NBA, he was getting sponsorships. Oh, he was in Looney Tune movies. He got shoes. Jordan is the NBA. So the NBA saw how Detroit was whooping his ass. They Everybody been whooping everybody's ass for the last 20 years. But when they hit Jordan, hold on now, y'all can't hurt him because he got to be playing because they selling, he's selling out it every wasn't arena. It was the NBA rules, it was the Detroit Piston rules for Jordan specifically. It was Chuck Daly telling his They guy, changed the whole NBA rule called the Jordan rule, right? No, no, no. They was, the Jordan rules were Detroit's specific set of rules for Michael Jordan. It wasn't David Stern's rules. I'm saying Chuck Daly. That's just like, the one they called it right then no, when they was I'm playing Chicago. They probably had a rule for everybody. No, no. They, called, they, they probably had a Larry Bird they rule, too. They didn't have a Larry Bird rule. They had a Jordan rule. They Chuck probably had Daly a Clyde like, Drexler rule, too. They, no, they didn't have no rules for Clyde Drexler. When, when they played the Bulls, Chuck Daly said, these are the things we're going to do to Mike specifically to make sure that he doesn't achieve great. That's game planning. You're supposed to do that against every team. No, they did, they did to Jordan. So you tell me they was only physical to, to, to the Bulls. They went, uh, they went uh, overboard with Jordan. They, they, they weren't doing that same stuff to Terry Porter and Jerome Kersey and Clyde Drexler. I watched them finals when, they, when the Pistons played the Blazers in the finals. They was playing Michael Jordan on a totally different physical level. When they played against Clyde Drexler, them, they were just out there playing basketball. But when they played against Mike, man, they, they brought a little extra sauce in their thing. They said, Jordan playing here? Because you got to think about it. They both was in the Eastern Conference, and the Bulls would have had to go through Detroit to make it to the finals. They was both in the damn Central Division. So I'm just saying Detroit put an extra sauce in that thing. They might have saw Clyde Drexler twice a year. They didn't care about no Clyde Drexler or no damn Gary Payton. Okay, when they played against Mike, okay. they had to hurt Mike. Okay, then. This is the thing about it. They said we're going to have to stop this Jordan guy. We can't play him on individual skill level. We can't square up and guard him uh, sliding our feet, uh, uh, watching his hip. <laughs> we can't guard him. He's too explosive. Yeah. We're going to have to hurt this boy, man. We're going to have to give Scotty <laughs> people concussion. We're going to have to call uh, Horace Grant a punk. We're going to have to hurt Bill Cartwright. We're going to do all this stuff because this boy is an unstoppable force. We can't do no with him. Oh, we wow, can't stop boy. him, bro. Man, he's hey, he's if, an unstoppable force. If Jordan had a parade, bro, you had to have a microphone right. at the front he's of that bitch force, leading bro. away. Hey, you couldn't stop him, bro. The boy said, hey, he, he had too much goat. He had goat level on right then. He said, we got to stop this boy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If we don't stop him now, thank God the Pistons did what they did. Mike would have won uh, eight straight. <laughs> 
thank God the Pistons were there fouling Mike when they did. Because uh, Matt Johnson says, and they wouldn't, Mike championship reign would have started in 88. And from 88, it would have went from 98. You know what I'm saying? When nobody saw a title. <laughs> so thank God you better be thanking your lucky stars the Pistons out there playing football because Mike would have <laughs> had a reign of terror for 10 years you know what I'm saying ugly. hey Mike would have been a Saddam Hussein in the NBA well nobody saw a day, uh, light of day Damn. so I'm just saying man you know hey man just the bad boys thank God they prevented the Jordan run before because in the dream team days Michael, Magic Johnson is on record saying hey man they knew it was with time to retire when they saw how Mike was dominating them boys in practice. Say, man, it's a new sheriff in town. That's a exact quote from Magic Johnson. When they saw how Mike was doing them in practice, they did 505. It was Magic and Larry on one team and three other niggas over there and uh, David Robinson, whoever, Clyde Drexler, and it was Mike Nim and Patrick went on one team. And they said how Mike did them boys in practice. They said, it's a new damn sheriff in town. It's time to get on out of here. It's time to retire. Yeah. So thank God the Pistons were there filing like they was in the late 80s because Mike Ray would have started way earlier. They would have been talking about Mike back in 87. We just caught him in 90. David Rain would have started in 88. Man, so, man that's, that's all uh, speculation, bro. It's all speculation. I mean, but, you know, it's, you it's, know it's, spe- it's all speculation based off healthy data. They was already – you got to think about it, bro. Mike came in the league in that's 84. Just like saying, that's just like saying, boy, if Kyrie and Kevin Love don't get hurt, you know what I'm saying? Get hurt that first time LeBron went with to Cleveland. If you say he would have yeah. won that one. Then he would have come back and won the next year. Then he would have uh, – uh, no, and then you can say, well, shit, if KD wouldn't have uh, went to the Warriors, you Possibly. know what I'm saying, then he would have won that one. All these are obstacles. You know what I'm saying? It depends on how many – I just feel like LeBron have a lot of obstacles within small spaces. I mean, Whereas possible. Jordan didn't really have no obstacles outside of the team drama. And once 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 they got that winning that winning serum, yeah. See, see Mike, everything see, was the cool. The thing about Michael Jordan is Mike, strong. The thing about Michael Jordan is Mike was like a great white shark. Once he got a taste of blood, it was game over. Once once that blood hit the water, he had a taste for blood. So them them other years, before, he really didn't get a taste for blood in terms of victory. Once Mike said, "Oh, this is what championship life was all about. This is what celebrating in June was all about." And I already dispatched Detroit. Them niggas petted. They only want to shake my hand at the end of the game. They walking around fast as hell out the arena. Once I got a taste of blood, and I said, oh, okay, this is what Imagine was experiencing all through the 80s. This is what that champagne bottle life is all about. Hey, man, while I'm in this thing, ain't nobody going to win nothing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Patrick Jordan, well, done deal. Reggie Miller, sorry. Gary Payton, get out of here. All Jordan. Hey, uh, 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 Stockton, get out of here. Jerry Sloan was a player for the Chicago Bulls. Talk, talk about our- in peace. He died today, didn't he? I don't know when he died, but I'm saying, talk about irony. Jerry Sloan used to be a player for the Bulls, facing the Bulls 20-some years later as a coach for the opposing team, still don't win a championship. He couldn't win a, play, a championship for Chicago as a player, then he couldn't win a uh, championship against him as a coach. Mike said, you ain't going to win no time in Chicago, buddy. As long as I'm here, you ain't going to win nothing, Jerry years. Sloan. Jerry Sloan played for the Bulls as a player. He couldn't win as a player. Then as he became a coach for the Jazz and coached against them, he still couldn't win a title against Chicago. It was the curse of Michael Jordan. Jerry Stone didn't win nothing. Michael Jordan said, Jerry Stone, you ain't going to win nothing with Chicago name in the headlines. If, Chicago, if I'm here, you ain't going to win nothing, Jerry Sloan. Whole, whole Hall of Fame careers would have been different if it wasn't for Michael Jordan. We'd be talking about Reggie Miller in a whole different light today if Michael Jordan didn't exist. If Michael Jeffrey Jordan, born February the 17th, 1963, oh, yeah, in Brooklyn Neck, New oh, York. Oh, you were staying. Was never born. I don't wonder why. I'm just saying, bro. If he wasn't born, bro. If he wasn't born, 
So many different guys. Lives, basketball lives would be different right now. Carl Malone would be celebrating. Oh, man, you're talking every Clyde, rappers, man. Clyde Drexler life would be hey, different. Hey, things happen. Barkley. Things Bar- happen. What did Barkley say? Barkley said, Barkley said, hey, man, I always thought I was better than Magic and Larry. I never thought I was better than Michael. He said, I thought I was better than them even when they was winning titles. I thought I was better than Larry Bird. But I, there was only one person I met I wasn't better than. I wasn't better than Michael Jordan. Charles Barkley would be looked at in a whole different light if Michael Jeffrey Jordan didn't You know exist. what? I'm going to just go with it. I'm going to go with it yeah. so you can shut the hell up. Hey, man. The Jordan, <laughs> bro. Go status, bro. You want to talk about Scottie Pippen. Man, come on. I Pippen, ain't saying nothing about no Scottie Pippen. I'm saying Pippen played over there in the big I three. I ain't saying Scottie Pippen. No, I'm saying guys want to talk about Pippen like Pippen was the oh. real deal. Pippen was over there with the big his own big three in Houston. He played with a King Belagio a Hall of Famer and Charles Barkley. They got put out the first round. Pippen was over there in Houston. What if Pippen was so great? How come when Pippen was over there in his still young days in uh, Houston, he didn't win no title? Then he went over there to Portland when Portland had a five squad with Rasheed Wallace, Bonzi Wells, Damon Stoudemire, all those uh, Steve Smith, all them guys in Portland. They supposed to stop the LA reign before it even started. Pippen was on that team. I remember getting crossed up in the highlights before Kobe throw the alley oop to Shaq when Shaq catched with one hand. That was Pippen that got crossed up. Right, in the highlights. that was an old Pippen. Pippen but that, but Pippen that was a Western Conference Finals team. Bruh, Pippen, Pippen didn't won six rings before that. What about uh, 98? No, bro. What about 98 when he playing with Barkley, Barkley and Dan He had uh, just uh, came King off Lodge a run of seven straight seasons of going to the finals, bro. One six. I'll tell you one thing. That nigga is old. That nigga is aging in dog years going through that shit. You don't last long going through stuff like that. You couldn't get Michael Jordan, Steve Smith, and Rasheed Wallace and think they ain't going to win the championship. Shit, if, if it had been after that, he would have no. lost. Jordan came back to Washington, still giving niggas 25 a game. And he they were losing man. like a motherfucker. Yeah, he was losing like a motherfucker. I mean, the nigga is 41. I mean, they, they ain't nobody better at 41 than they was at 25. But I'm talking about if, if Jordan would have, after them six, would have went to Houston. Oh, you mean if he would have went to playoff teams? And yeah, Jordan would have took him over the top. Shit. You took more, you know what I'm saying? If you want some playoff teams, oh man, yeah. Washington was already a bottom feeder. So him going to Washington, it would have been a miracle if they were making playoffs. They was already, before Jordan got there, they was already a 20-win team. They was already a bottom feeder. Jordan go to a team that's already ready made, let's say a team that had won 45 games the year before, and they just need a score to get them over the hump. Oh, all I gotta do is score. I ain't gotta play no defense. I just gotta come in and give y'all timely buckets as an old man. Uh seventh ring. Hello, ring. This is AT&T. I got another oh, you ring on the phone. I mean, bye. Yeah, I'll give you another ring. Bye, I'm gone. <laughs> I give I'm you another gone. ring. I'm gone. I'll give you a ring. He was giving, man, Jordan giving niggas work. He giving niggas work in the All-Star game. He 42 years old. Sean Marion, all defensive. He can't guard Jordan at 42. And you want to talk about these young whippersnappers. Sean Marion, bro. Sean Marion was an all-defender then. Couldn't guard him at the All-Star game. Hold on, no. He was playing them tough in that fourth quarter. You know, things get serious in the fourth quarter. You watching them All-Star games. You know how you get in that last five minutes. Uh-huh. Sean Marion was an all-defensive player. Kobe them out there going hard at Mike. They can't guard Mike at 42. Imagine what Mike would have done at 28. Them niggas can't guard Mike at 42. Paul Pierce might there playing their hardest. Not Paul Pierce because he's on the same roster. But uh, uh, Kobe them and all those guys that there guard Mike hard as hell against their childhood idol. They can't guard Mike at 42. Mike, right. you talking about lost a step. Mike lost three, four steps. Well, because Mike was always, you know, like I said, Mike was, a, was clinical. Right. He was clinical. He was a surgeon. He had his thing. spots. You can't guard Mike at Mike 42. Did, Mike was kind of like Larry in that regard, but he's more athletic because he didn't really shoot shots like it's anywhere. Like he had like four mid-range spots. If he was shooting a mid-range jumper, it was either at the top of the key or at he the, got to a spot, at the bottom. Feet in. So he he do whatever move he got to do to get to that spot. 
It might not look like he going to that spot. He might trick you and be like, probe forward, come back, cross. When I'm getting there, and when I get there, guess what? I ain't done this shit a hundred thousand times. And he gonna turn, he gonna shoot just like Kobe did. Kobe, like Kobe mimicked right. that. Yeah. So the best scorers, Larry Bird, like you said, they got their spots and they pick and choose. But their I'm just spot. saying, here's guys out there 15 years younger than him. They can't go on Mike and he's an old man. Because he getting to his spot. You know, I'm saying we ain't even talking about Mike being explosive where old, old, I mean not old, but young Mike, when he would have got to the he would have just dunked on you. He'd went out there. Do a reverse layup, tongue all out, jamming yep. on niggas and all that, catching alley oops, uh, you know, making you look stupid out on a poster. Right. Old Mike just beating you to a spot 16 feet in and just pulling up on you. Young Mike, he's nuts on your back. <laughs> he's nuts on your head. Ask Patrick Ewing about it. Ask John Stark about it. Else, boy. So I'm just saying, these. Uh, these well, we know who your number one base play, all time player is. Well, yeah, of course it's Michael Jordan. It's Michael Jordan for it's sure. Michael Jordan, yeah. I mean, uh, no disrespect to Braun and all those guys. It but even, be but if, even, if somebody, even if somebody said Mike wasn't, to me, he can't be no less than two because the only person I would even have over Mike, if we're talking about individual greatness and team accomplishments in terms of longevity, because to me, that's only that's LeBron's only play is to play the longevity game and say, well, I end up with all these stats. I'm top five yeah. scoring, top ten assists, whatever. The only person I would even put over Mike if it wasn't Mike, barring LeBron doesn't win another championship, is Kareem. Because I, uh, one thing I can say about Kareem is Kareem doesn't get the just do he gets because uh, he was blackballed by the NBA for uh, punching Larry Bird and having some choice words to say about the NBA regarding racism. So people didn't like Kareem because he was outspoken. He was like the Ali of the NBA. But if I look at Kareem's basketball career, how can I go wrong with a nigga that lost two games in college? He lost no games in high school. He lost two games in college. They, had, they changed the rules on Kareem when he's at UCA. They said you couldn't dunk. So all Kareem points was coming off hooks. He wasn't even dunking like Will Chamberlain was. They changed the rules at UCLA so you can't dunk no more in his, his sophomore year. Kareem still giving niggas work. He couldn't even dunk the basketball no more. He lost two games in college, go to the NBA, wins a title with Oscar Robinson, wins six titles, the same amount that Mike wins, is the all-time NBA scorer, had the all-NBA, had before like all these other niggas are coming around, had the most all-star selections, most all-NBA first teams. So if I'm doing a longevity game, then it's got to be Kareem. But I ain't doing a longevity game. I'm, I'm, I'm doing off who passes the eyeball test for me. The eyeball test tells me Michael Jordan is the best player all time. The longevity test tells me Kareem is, but I got to discount someone on Kareem because he played with a man named Irvin Magic Johnson. So I got to take some away from Kareem because Magic was the spark that got that thing going. And also, when Magic first got there as a rookie, Kareem gets hurt against the Sixers, and Magic Johnson as a rookie scores, 14, scores 42 points, 15 rebounds, and 7 assists as a rookie, and they still win the title as a rookie. With Kareem sideline. And he, and he plays center. And he plays center. So that lets me know Magic really was the one that drove the engine of that Showtime Lakers. Because Kareem was just basically in there for the half court when they dump it in for him for a hook. But in terms of the fast break, that was Magic pushing it, giving it to James Worthy, Sam Perkins, Byron Scott, Michael Cooper. Magic drove it. They had a squad. Yeah, Pat Riley on the sideline. So they I'm had a saying, squad, bro. And they had a GOAT coach. And they had a GOAT. Yeah, so I'm no, just saying. Telling, no wonder they won. No, they, they won a lot. No they, wonder. Yeah. They had Kareem, one of the players you said could be your top number one player, and they had Magic Johnson. He ain't your top five, too. They had two top five players on, on one team. Right. So that means you got to take some away from Magic then, don't it? Oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. It's cool, though. No, no, no. Yeah, because, I no, it's some, cool. Yeah. Yeah. They cancel each no, other out. Right. Well, no, because yeah. they ain't your top five. So they ain't they top five. Up. So, yeah, I'm just saying that's why had they accomplished the same amount of things without the other one, then, then yeah. 
If Magic had done all that and Kareem wasn't on the team, then I would have said, okay, maybe Magic got a chance on the GOAT. Or if Kareem had done all that without Magic and Worthy and Pat Riley and all them on the team and just done all the stuff he's doing as in terms of a longevity basketball career, then maybe I could just say Kareem. But it's no, it's no denying. I don't give a damn what Phil Jackson say or Jerry Krause or Tex Winter. Michael Jordan drives that engine. Yeah, Mike, Mike, Mike was something special though, man. I ain't gonna mm-hmm. take away nothing from the greatness, but uh, I just know it take a team to win that ring. It take a team to win that ring. I'm out here, man. I'm out. I'm gone. I'm bye. I'm bye bye. Right. Vamos. Up there, and we stuck there. You already know it. <laughs>